This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Toldos, Tavshin Pei Gimel. We find all the way down to this week's Parsha that Esav gets married. Perach of Ches Pasik Tes, Vayelach Esav El Yishmol, Yikach is Machlas Bas Yishmol Ben Avram. Esav goes and marries Machlas, the daughter of Yishmol. Now it's interesting that you're telling, that the Torah is telling us that Yishmol, that Esav gets married here, as we saw earlier that Esav got married. And the reason over here is because the Apostle tells us before, the Yar Esav Kirois Benoist Canaan, Baini Yitzhak Aviv. Esav saw that the daughters of Canaan, the girls from Canaan, were bad in the eyes of Yitzhak, his father, and therefore he married the daughter of Yishmael. Now it's interesting that later on, we are told that her name was not Machalas, but her name was Basmas. And Rashi over there in Paraglam of Apostle tells us, that her name really was Basmas. But why over here is she called Machalas? Because someone gets married, they are forgiven of all their averos. As the Gemara Yashami Bikurim, Paragimalacha Gimel tells us, when someone gets married, they can get forgiven for all their averos. And therefore she's called Machalas, even though her name was really Basmas. And it's far wonder, of all places to learn that someone is forgiven for their sins when they get married is Asaph. Esav did so many affairs, and not only that, Esav didn't do tshuva. As the pasuk continues, Al Nashav, he married Machalas in addition to his other wives, which means he did not divorce his other wives. So he married this girl because she's not from Canaan; she's from the daughter of Yishmael, But still, he kept with his other wives. So if he was going to do tshuva, he should have divorced his other wives. And the Ram palms itself would answer this question with the Medrash Rabbah, Psalm of Zion Yudgibel. And he quotes Rabbi Yeshua ben, ben Levi, that Esav really had thoughts to do tshuva. And he had thoughts, maybe he'll do tshuva. Ultimately, he did not send away the other wives, the Kanani wives, who did avoid the Zara, and he did not do tshuva. But from this we see an amazing thing, that the ability to do tshuva applies to everybody. It would even apply to Esav. And therefore we learn out from Esav, and when someone gets married, they can do tshuva. What happened here? Why ultimately did Esav not do tshuva? The answer is Esav was, had no problem doing the say taiv. His issue was the sur meirah. He's ready to go to take a wife from, not from Canaan, from Yishmal. But he's not ready to send away his other wives. He saw that the Canaani women were bad in the eyes of his father. So fine, he'll make, he'll marry a girl not from Canaan. But he's not ready to send away his wives. What we see from here is that if you want to change, you have to change. You cannot change others to change yourself. And Asa was willing to be was willing to be changed, but he's not willing he's not willing to change. And that's what happened with Asa. And this is true by all of us in all relationships that we have. When you see somebody that needs to be changed, the first thing you have to look at is yourself. What could I do to affect this change? Only after you check yourself. And you look at yourself to affect the change, only then could you begin to deal with the other person. Rogamil Rabinovich, so from Yushalayim, said over that he had a neighbor, Ratsi Hirsch Kopschitz. And this fellow, Ratsi Hirsch Kopschitz, had wonderful children. Each one of them grew up to be a gem, to be an upstanding member of their communities. Two of them were a Bonim, one was a Paisik, and one was a Rosh Shiva. And they were all just in general wonderful, good people. And he remembers asking his children, what did your parents do? How did you all turn out so well? 
And as he asked all the each of the child separately, they all gave the same answer. That whenever we did something good, whenever a note came home from Yeshiva that we did well, or we brought him with a test with a good mark, our parents would have a fleshiga meal. We were not a wealthy family at all. We had what to eat. We were not a wealthy family. But if we brought home a note from our Rebbe, where there was a good report that we were learning well, our parents would make a fleshiga meal. And for the times we would bring home a note that said we were not doing well, we were playing around, we didn't do well on a test, our parents would not say a word to us. They wouldn't criticize us. They wouldn't even ask us what happened. But the next day, they would fast. From morning until night, they would not eat a morsel of food. And they would spend that day a lot of davening and a lot of tehillim. And we saw that. They wouldn't say a word to us, but they fasted the whole day. And we got the message, what is important to our parents? And that's really the message we learned from this parsha. That if you're looking to change somebody, first person to look at is yourself. And definitely if you're looking to change yourself, the first person to look at is yourself and not at others. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.